What's up, y'all? In this episode of Lift and Educate, we will define what a warm-up is, how to prioritize specific elements within that warm-up, and explain how to warm up when you're limited on time. As we continue to publish podcasts without advertisements, the only thing we ask in return is for you to share the episodes you enjoyed with your friends and family. That helps us to grow our podcasts and to keep going and putting out content for you guys. As always, this is Jacob Jermanski, co-hosting with Jabari Prince, here to educate you on everything fitness. Yeah, thank you. What's up? What's going on, Jacob? What's going on? Not so much. How are you doing today? Very good. How are you? All right. So um, let's just dive right into it then, man. Yes, sir. Let's um, do it. So what is the purpose of warming up to you? Yeah, definitely. So um, the the main purpose, it's super simple, is essentially to warm the body up. I mean, that's really what you're doing during the warm-up process. You're sending blood to the areas of the body involved in the exercises that you have planned for that day. Um, I like to kind of break it up in two parts of the warm-up. The first part, you're really going to look into um, limbering up and, and doing the mobility, the stretching, um, and allowing the muscles and the joints to, to, to move without any aches and pains and move more freely. Um, doing this will reduce the risk of injury and you'll you'll be able to get more range of motion as you go through the movements that you have prepared for that day. And then the second part prepares the nervous system by sending messages to the muscles that will be used. So um, an example of that would be, you know, somebody who's playing basketball, you might go into the court and after you have done some mobility, uh, a little bit of light cardio, done some dynamic stretches, and done that first part, as you get into that second part, um, to prepare for jumping and going for layups, uh, jumping for a shot, you might mm -hmm. start with, with, say, jump squats, or, mm -hmm. or you might, say, do uh, single leg jump squats or some jump rope, something, some type of plyometric to prepare the body to be explosive and uh, be able to jump high and, and, and go for that shot. Um, that's just one example in a sports uh, specific type of warm up. Mm -hmm. uh, but you could go even more simple and just say somebody who's going in for uh, a full body exercise day, you know, you might be doing something like go, go and do 14 body weight squats if it's an endurance day. You know, going right. slow on the way down, pausing, coming up, and going right back down. That way you right. get constant tension and full activation through the glute medius, through the quads, through the hamstrings, through the core. Um, and then you could do something for your upper body, uh, something as simple as 10 eccentric pull-ups. So that's starting from the top of a pull-up, jump up on a box, start there, slowly come down. And then same thing with push-ups. You could focus on eccentric push-ups. Uh, going slow on the way down and that's going to warm up the upper body uh, and then right. the last thing there would be there was something to do with core uh holding you know say a a, a hollow hold you know right. for for till failure and doing one right. each will kind of prepare the whole body um getting the blood sent everywhere um and warming up properly so kind of recapping everything i just went over there the way I view it, the main purpose is to send blood to the areas of the body that you're going to use. Uh, limbering up, okay, uh, that just means moving the joints, uh, moving the muscles, and, and preparing for lots of movement for the next hour. And the last part is activating the nervous system 
by doing um, a, a movement that's going to be related to what you're doing uh, over the course of the next hour there. All right, right. So, like greasing the groove. Uh, exactly. Yep. One thing I keep hearing what people say about when it comes to warming up. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I mean, I don't want to go too into too much detail in this first segment here. I mean, really, it's as simple as it sounds. Warming up is you're just you're getting everything warm. So, ah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's hear let's hear your 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 viewpoint on it, and uh, and let the folks know what what is the purpose of warming up uh, for you and for for your clients. Yeah, for for me, like my whole entire thing uh, when it comes to warming up. Um, from my background perspective, I right, with, with sports and just pretty much just trying to lift some heavy weight and just keep it moving. Um, it's just to allow the body to gradually adjust to the changing of um, like the the, physi- the physiological demand that's going to happen throughout right. your workout. You right. know what I mean? So it's like, for example, you don't want to do things that you're not going to be doing throughout the day. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like warming up it should be um um the main the main point of warming up is to make sure that you get the blood flow and get your heart rate right up um because this allows different things to happen with um within your body um again like just just get the blood flow going to activate the muscles that you're going to use um or to raise your core temperature and also enhances your metabolic reactions you know what i mean mm-hmm. um that's, that's pretty huge when it comes to that um, and the key thing you had, you, like you said it is just improve your range of motion because mm-hmm. um, that's the key thing you want to do uh, when you work out, when you train, whether it's before a sporting event, practice, or it's just like you're trying to hit your goal, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. Because um, it's not like a lot of things is, um, could go wrong, risk of injury, like you said earlier. Right. That is huge. You know, right. so I see so many times people dive into a workout, not even really warmed up and like they're limping off and like, oh, what happened? I tore my hamstring or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, why? I didn't warm up. Well, <laughs> yeah. you could have avoided that just taking five minutes just of uh, just minutes warming or something. something. Yeah, something. Um, but more importantly, what I feel like, um, and maybe you could agree with me on this, that warming up kind of sets the tone of the workout, like sets the tone, the tempo. Mm-hmm and everything that you guys are getting into. And you could kind of see like how your client is moving or even see how you're moving, how you're feeling and say, Hey, like I may have a leg day today, but during this warm up, my legs are not with me today. So maybe I have to dial it down a little bit, or maybe I'm feeling great. I'm feeling good. Let me go ahead and try to push it up, um, put, bring up the intensity even more. Um, and I, I, I personally believe in that the mental and the physical aspects of warming up are there. Like when you warm it up, you get into that zone. Like, okay, like I'm gonna have a great workout, or I'm gonna have a good practice, or I'm gonna have a great game. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of it it does more than get your body warmed up to say, hey, let's go ahead and just work out. It's like, hey, like we're pretty we're pretty much gonna go to war, so let's let's get amped up for that. You know what I mean? Preparing your mind, preparing you you to be able to give it your all during the next hour and a half or however long the workout is. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, a hundred percent. And I, I personally think that warming up definitely boosts your performance. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying because if you come in a workout or anything slow, like like you're you're cold, right? You're not you're not loose. Like your right. joints are a little bit stiff. You feel your joints. You feel your knee joints. You feel your back. You feel right. everything. Right. Once you get a good warm up and you get like all the oxygen being being delivered, like you feel better. And like <laughs> for like especially like heavy lifts, like you feel like you're you're a little bit stronger because. Uh, the rate, yeah, the rate of force development is there, so you can mm-hmm. maximize your strength and power yep, yep. Uh, just through the warm up. So I, I personally, I strongly believe in warm up and just kind of go through it. 
Um, and it's funny because at the gym, I you probably seen all the time too. Younger kids, they come in, it's like, all right, I'm going to warm up. What's their warm up? They just grab the barbell and they're doing bench and just use that for like 10 reps. I'm like, all right, I'm warm. Like, now let's put the weight on. Like, no, that's not how yeah. we do it. Yeah. Let's <laughs> take a step back here. And, uh, yeah. and that just comes from, from our point of doing this today is to be able to get people to, to learn how to properly warm up. Uh, right. Right. And I mean, the key thing to, I mean, is, is the, is the injury aspect of it. Like, you want to eliminate injury. And that's the main, I think that's the main focus on warming up, um, not just to um, allow your body to get prepared for what you're going to, but like, it's just, you just really got to um, bring down injury at the end of the day. Um, and as you, as you get older, we kind of feel like, Hey, like, Hey, uh, I need, think I need to warm up again to this workout a little bit more. Maybe I need to warm up a little bit longer. And um, we, as you get into this, um, the podcast here, we get more to that. But um, and also another thing too, um, what I've what I've learned and also what I've heard is that um, it, when you warm up properly, it lessens like your uh, the potential of like your muscle soreness and everything after the workout. You know what I mean? Because um, your body's ready to get for it. I mean, you can go through the workout hard as you can and not really feel like wow, like that's taking a lot out of me. Like you're not exerting as much as more energy just because your body's not warm. You're not going from cold to hot. You already, you already activated, like you said there, the metabolic rate, exactly. the metabolic system you're going to use at the exactly. system. Cool. Exactly. Let's recap real quick before we move on to the next segment here is yeah. um, basically kind of sounds like uh, we both have key points of um, preventing injury, mm-hmm. right? That's huge. Um, yeah. And then uh, the aspect of the range of motion, um, the way we both, the way I view it is let's not, increase the range of motion that's kind of more in the the cool down but Mm -hmm. in the warm-up in terms of range of motion um from already being tight let's increase the range of motion by coming back to a homeostasis right yeah back to to the 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 original uh fiber length right there Um, exactly and i would say this is more of a of an active active um stretching yes 100 um and then uh warming the body up getting the heart rate up Getting, getting your, your mind ready to, to go into that intense workout and give it your all. Um, and, and also during the warm-up, it's also important to realize even though you, maybe you have a leg day, you might have mm-hmm. to switch it up based on how you're moving. If you're not right. moving, you can't warm up there. Let's still warm up, but let's maybe take a different direction that day. So all those key points come into the purpose of warming up. Yeah, yeah. And there might be days you might have to warm up a little bit more long, more than what you expected. You right. know what I mean? Yep. Um, and that's, and that's always comes down to it. So, I mean, it's like increasing the blood flow, getting the oxygen in your body to say, okay, let's go ahead and do this, you know? Right. So. What do we got? Uh, how, do, how do you prioritize elements in the warm-up and why? Um, that one was a very good question here. I had to, like, sit down and think about that. Um, because when it came, came to warming up, um, there's a lot of things that's going on there. I mean, we're going to – I feel like as we go through the podcast, we're going to talk about the main reason – of why we prioritize our warm-ups and everything. Um, but to answer the question, like, I just keep it simple. We're in, I start off with just foam rolling, um, mainly the parts that you're going to use during the workout or maybe before the, before a game, before practice. Um, pretty much you got to foam roll your whole total body when it comes to the game of practice because you're going to use your whole body. Um, and then after that, go right to a dynamic warm-up. Um, again, like we said, this um, the dynamic warm up activates uh, your range of motion, and 
I gradually have my clients and myself go at a different speed. So we start slow, like low intensity, and then build up to moderate. Um, because like when you think about it, what's everyone's warm up like that doesn't even know how to warm up, or just say, hey, like I'm just gonna do a generic warm up is usually like five to ten minutes of a low intensity cardio, hopping on the treadmill, elliptical or a stair climb or whatever, just at a low speed. And then after that, they just dive right into a static stretch, you know? Um, I'm not sure how you feel about static stretching, but I know doing static stretches before a workout, from my personal experience, I feel like I lose power. You know what I mean? I was like, whoa, I feel too loose. Yeah, definitely. Definitely with static stretches, it's, uh, I mean, there's been studies shown on it. And you also, both of us know from the experience, by overstretching, um, past the point of homeostasis the actin and the myosin can't contract at a rate that you need to to get that power that's a whole other episode i'm sorry to cut you off continue no no you're good yeah yeah no you're absolutely right about that and so it's like there's times where i went back and forth with people on that because some some of my clients thought like hey i'm gonna warm up hey what do you do for warm up well i did a hamstring stretch uh, I stretch on my trial. I'm like that. You're not warm. Like think about it this way. Like I tell people, like if you have a rubber band, you put it in the freezer or in the refrigerator and try to stretch it, it's gonna snap. You know what I mean? Right. But if you have it out in the sun or just a little bit warm, like it has more elasticity. So that's mm-hmm. the same exact thing with with your body. So and and even if it and even if it doesn't snap per se, it's it's gonna come right back to that shortened length yeah exactly yeah so. and you lose a lot of power and strength out of it so i was like mm-hmm. oh, and and you don't want to get into that i mean i like doing the the specific warm-ups that involve like uh with dynamic warm-ups that involves um like a low to mo- less to moderate intense uh work movements that's like similar to the activities that we're going to do at hand you know mm-hmm. what i mean um so like we like you said earlier hey start doing a little bit some, some squat drums or whatever um and it's keep it keep it geared towards that um i know a lot of people love static stretching and because uh-huh. it feels good it's like right, i feel this tightness so i'm really stretching it i'm like yo save the static stretching for after where you right. be completely warm and you're done with the workout so now you can get even more of a range of motion right, right. um so re- recap real quick what like uh, kind of just tell everybody the order real mm-hmm. quick of like you're warming up like what's the step you go cardio mm-hmm. Then, then what's next? Yeah, so I I normally do say I tell people to form roll, and I do it myself. I form roll first to get that myofascial release, okay. and everything yep. moving a little bit. So mainly to hit those trigger points, that's like the knots and everything that's like bothering you. Because um, what I find is that when people don't, they ignore those things. Like say like you have a tight performance or something like that going uh-huh. on. Um, and you just try to dive right into a warm up. Your body kind of compensates for that instead of like right. hey like. Oh, like this hurts a little bit. Let me get away from it. I was like, no, let's go ahead. Let's roll this out. Let's see if this how bad it is. Um, get that mind fast release, and now get you moving. Um, uh, get you do the quick dynamic workout, uh, warm up, uh, probably like ten to fifteen minutes. So now, now as you go through, you're like, all right, I'm not really feeling that performance. So I don't feel those knots anymore. Everything's completely stretched out. I feel ready to go. You know, because um, it's the worst thing to do. Is like, all right, and I've done this myself. Right? In a rush, it's like, all right, let me do a quick dynamic warm up. Uh, I'm still feeling the knots and everything in there. I'm like, uh, this kind of still hurts. Like, I don't know if I should keep doing this. And it's completely yeah. Or just, like, I come to my senses. Like, I, I got it. Like, this is the elephant in the room. Like, I got to address this now. Right, right. So I get the foam roller. And, like, now, before, like in between my sets and my workout, I'm foam rolling, too, just to help 
just to do that. Well, I could have easily avoided all of that mm-hmm. and just doing a foam rolling earlier, take my time with that, and just hop on um, just doing dynamic uh, dynamic warm-ups and some form of yeah, dynamic stretching and stuff to help out get to where I need to be, mm-hmm. which is be feeling comfortable and 100% ready to go, you know? Um, and and I think that's the, with, with prioritizing the elements of the warm-up, like, that's the number one thing. It's like, you want to feel 100% ready to go for your workout, your game, competition, whatever the case may be. So. And, and for you to do that is, is focusing on the points that are causing you to compensate with other muscles. So come back, start with the foam rolling, make sure you get the self-modifacial release, do the dynamic stretches, and then, and then get into the activations and, and the technique there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. that's exactly it. Awesome. I mean, I know you go a little bit different um, mm-hmm. when it comes to that, because um, being like you're like the the animal folk king and all right. that. <laughs> yeah, yep. strength coach. So I mean, I know you have a, a probably different protocol on how you go about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so how do how do how to prioritize elements in the warm up and why? Uh, coming coming back to what I said in the beginning, the purpose of warming up, I like to break it into two parts. Um, so the first part I like to consider the general warm-up, and mm-hmm. this is something that everybody should be doing. It always is going to start with the mobility. Now, what mobility is, is essentially moving in the range, in the current range of motion you have of, of moving that joint. So mm-hmm. uh, if it's with your shoulder, right, doing big arm circles, you know, if right. you're, if you're limited to where, you know, you're, you're arm is further away from your body as you do the circles that's fine you're just mm-hmm. going through the motions of what you have mm-hmm. um, you know neck neck rotations looking side to side you know if you're not able to look fully all the way to the side that's just what it is but you're just going through that then the next portion after you go head to toe with that mobility of major joint structure so i usually say neck shoulders uh wrists because those are involved a lot hips and ankles um, and as you do the hip, like the knee is obviously involved there. And as you do shoulder elbows involved. So I just say, mm-hmm. focus on those main areas. Um, the next thing is going to be cardio. Uh, now, if you have a little bit of time, you know, I like to do eight minutes of cardio depends on the workout. Um, you know, you could really say three to five, uh, mm-hmm. three to five minutes of cardio in the beginning and every minute or two minutes increase the level of intensity. Mm-hmm. So it could be. Uh, you're, you're on the treadmill and you're starting with the fast walk and you increase to a light jog, or it could right. be on the bike and you're starting where it's easy, uh, for, you know, no really burn in the quads. Then after a little while, you know, after five minutes, starting to feel that burn in the quads there, um, mm-hmm. you know, on the row machine, kind of same dynamic. So, uh, then after you are finished with the cardio, I like to go into dynamic stretching. So. Um, and, and we'll go into what that really is, but uh, essentially just going to hold a stretch and, and, uh, and moving through that motion is at the same time. Um, and then uh, last thing is going to be corrective exercise. So that's, for me, that's where I'll include the foam rolling or the corrective exercise of, of stretching a muscle that's right. tight and then activating the opposing muscle to really right. secure that stretch. Right, right, right. And uh, so that's kind of how I break down that general warm up. Now, as I get into the specific warm-up side of it, um, and by the way, the general warm-up, that's really, I mean, you, you're probably going to be doing that for maybe 10 minutes at most. It really shouldn't okay. be anything more than that. The specific warm-up, uh, that's kind of uh, almost a little bit faster, I view it. So if you're doing, um, if you're going into snatches, okay, just as an example, uh, 
you know, I like to say perform one to three sets of that movement with lighter weight. And the reason for this is this will increase the neuromuscular coordination, which is that mind to muscle connection, as most of you all will know of hearing mm -hmm. that term a lot. And uh, from that, that will then activate the muscles properly to handle more weight with good to hopefully perfect form. Right. Uh, and, uh, and during this specific warm-up process, you really don't want to go uh, get your heart rate up past 60%. You know, you want it to get um, elevated and, and warm and ready to go. Um, mm -hmm. And same thing with the weight. Uh, you want to keep that lighter, really, if you're doing, like, for example, snatches, working with technique at maybe, you know, I don't know, you might have a different way of approaching that, but I'd say maybe like 30% or so mm -hmm. and gradually increase through those uh, one to three warm-up sets. Um, and, and as an example with the snatch, you might do uh, just start with holding the bar and working on triple extension mm -hmm. and pausing at the top. So that's the, uh, um, the plantar flexion, uh, and extension in the knees and extension in the hips. Right. And then uh, you could go into uh, the triple extension with a high pull, then do drop snatches and then go into power snatches. Then right. after, you know, you go through that and you're going, I like to break it down as, you know, do the triple extension once, then triple extension with high pull, then drop snatch, then power snatch. That's kind of like one set there. Yeah. Do that three times, work yep. up a little bit in weight. And um, by that third set, now you're ready to go into your working set and, right. and at the working weight that you, you're, you're prepared to do. Um, right. That's higher than last week or whatever the, the, the um, right. program calls for. And that's right. kind of cool. how I'll go through through the the prioritizing what's important yeah so you go through like those specific ones so before you actually hit the workout you'll actually have them practice the movement at a lot of weight and just coming against that movement just feeling that bounciness and stuff like that for example with the with the, with the snatches uh -huh. is kind of getting that rhythm right 100%, 100%. Um, it's, um, it's like going into um you know kind of referring back to basketball uh it's like going mm -hmm. into a basketball game without practicing jumping you know what I mean? Right, like yeah. You're going to get into the game ready to jump, and you're like, whoa, this is weird. Even though you've yeah, practiced right. a million times, you need it in that moment to fire up those correct right, right. muscles to fire up and everything. So. Yeah, right. and again, with that, you just you go ahead, you, we keep, I keep going back to it, but it's like you're getting yourself mentally and physically prepared for it. Right. You know what yep. I mean? it's, everything is just not, it's not new now. Like, you already know how to, like, where you're at with your snatches and stuff like that. Like, because uh, obviously, we all know snatches are probably one of the most difficult movements out Very there difficult, yep. and if you don't find rhythm like all right then the whole workout is going to be in shambles and your confidence is going to go down and everything like that mm -hmm. so you want to make sure that you take enough time just to like find that rhythm even if it's boring and stuff like that because um i'm not sure if you come across people who's like god this is how can i get to the workout now like right. nah, slow down like let's take <laughs> yeah, your time yeah. here um but you just you said a lot a lot of good stuff in there i mean with the general warm-up about the mobility um, and just having people just to move in the motion that they can do. Like that is key. Cause like, mm -hmm. I find that uh, you got to move like what's given to you. You know what I mean? Right. So like, for example, if you somebody, cause you do corrective exercises towards yeah. the end of the whole war warm up. But if you have somebody who's like lacking or some things like, Hey, like, all right, this is what we have today. Let's keep moving in that range of motion. Mm -hmm. And over time, as you continue doing the warm up, you get better at it over and over and over again. And plus right. with the corrective exercises that helps uh, enforce and force you in doing that. Um, this one question I want to ask you too, when you say you, you have your guys do cardio, uh -huh. um, I know it's going to go down to like further down and so, to some of the questions we ask in, sure. in this podcast. Yeah. 
But I mean, do you have it more specific towards like, hey, what you can, what your clients can do? You say, hey, like I want you to do a bike, or I want you to do the stair climber, or I want you to do some form of uh, cardio, or do you just have them, hey, we can, let's go outside and do um, some some jogging or, or whatever? Like, yeah. Know? So so it de- it definitely does pertain to the client that will come into what we talk about uh, personalizing the warm up. Yeah. But um, it, it, uh, it I would choose a cardio machine uh, or a cardio off of the machine, whatever it is that is related to the program and related to the capability. So if, if somebody has, you know, a lot of knee pain, I'm not going to throw them into jump rope or, 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 or you know, go, right. go run, you know, I'm right. like, all right, maybe let's, let's start on the row machine. That's a great way to yeah. warm up. Uh, that's low impact or let's go on to the, the, the bike. You know, if somebody has back pain, sometimes, uh, you know, we'll go on to the recumbent bike a little bit more comfortable for the back, still get the cardio, still get the heart rate up because right in the cardio, all that's focused on is mm-hmm. increasing the heart rate, right? Increasing the blood flow, um, and, and getting ready to, to send all that warm blood throughout the body. That's really right, the right, sole right. reason for that. And so, but it will be pertaining to their, their capability for sure. Yeah. All right. I, I, I'll talk with that. Definitely. And then real quick, before we even go past this, um, one thing that I wanted to, to mention that you kind of touched on is uh, moving in the way your body was made to move. So mm-hmm. the biggest part of the warm-up is to make sure that you're moving in all planes of motion, moving in the sagittal, the frontal, and the transverse plane all yeah. in that warm-up. Um, that way, throughout the workout, you're, you're, you're ready to move uh, with load uh, in any, any, any direction, any plane of motion. You have a workout for somebody that's like, hey, it's going to be all pull. So right. we're going to be working in pull. It's like, you're going to be mostly like in that frontal, sagittal plane, just keep pulling, 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 right? right. Um, there's be very little transverse movements in there. Um, so you want to not have like, hey, we're going to do a lot of transverse movements and not right. really just focus on that. So because even though today we're not going to do any um, any transverse movements, um, it's pointless to put all that transverse movements in the warm-up. No, 100%, like, right, 100%. Hey, like, let me just go ahead and get these stuff more. Let me focus more here. Like, I'm not saying just eliminate them all together, right. but, like, get towards what the workout or the competition, whatever case. If it's a competition, like, you want to be able to move through all planes right. of motion, like, whether it's basketball, football, whatever. But if, if you're talking about, like, hey, like, I'm going to train a specific body part today, you want to spend more time um, focusing on that plane and than anything else you know definitely no i, I agree um, like if you're going coming in and you know it's a deadlift day it's a pull day we've right. got deadlifts like make sure you warm up for those deadlifts in that sagittal plane yeah right um, and the you know touch on it like you said but um you don't you don't spend more time in the plane of motion that you're going to be in for that day yeah, and that also pertains to in the general warm-up you know don't spend all your time doing mobility if your mobility is fine if you're feeling like you said before that something's going on in the performance, get a lacrosse ball, get a foam roller, and spend more of that general warm up time in that uh, foam rolling SMR corrective exercise portion right. of the general warm up. Right, right, on, right. On, and we'll get into that at the end, prioritizing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the key thing but, is throughout all of this too is that you want to make sure that you listen to your body. So right. like when you warm up, that's that's when you pick up the signals of your body. Like, hey, this might hurt a little bit. You might this might this you might want to pay attention to this a little bit more over here, whatever the case may be. But I was like, don't ignore like what's going on in warm up. Your warm up is your body telling you like, hey, like this is what I feel like I'm capable of doing today. You know, listen to your body. Exactly. Yep. So exactly. let's uh, let's keep moving here and yeah. go through this next question we got, which is 
define dynamic stretching and explain the importance it provides in the warm up and also how do you apply it in the warm up? Right. So, um, dynamic stretching, like I really, I'm honestly all about dynamic stretching. Um, I kind of go about a little bit different way than any, anybody else. Um, but just to answer the question, like, uh, to me, the definition of dynamic stretching is, um, pretty much a, uh, an active movement based stretching that, um, stimulates the movements that simulates, sorry, that simulates the movements that occur on a daily basis whether it's the activities you're going to do uh the, the sports you play or the training that you get into it um the great thing about that is that it enhances uh what's it called uh, motor unit excitability so uh your your nervous system and everything like that they 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 talk to each other like okay like we, we're getting this and um was it they developed like the um the, the the body awareness and um helps maximize your range of motion um for me, when I go through or when I take my people through the dynamic warm up, it's like, all right, like we're gonna start slow and build up even faster. That's how I usually apply it. So it was like, hey, we're gonna go right to a high knee here. So we start slow high knees and get as many you can and then as you get towards the end of the line where where we do like either ten yards or so, like you're pretty much like chopping like that that final after that five yard mark, you're moving a little bit more fast and a little bit more intense, you know? Um, really get the heart rate up going there, and it's, I want to see you sweat. You know what I mean? Right. So like, off the jump, I'm not trying to look for somebody. He's like, all right, like, I'm just going to do some power skips here and there and just call it that. Like, I mean, I'm talking about, like, the full, the whole nine, um, like, butt kicks, um, power skips, uh, backpedaling, um, well, like, the, the step trunk twist, like, trunk twist, like, a whole bunch of movements there. Like I said, we, like, like we said earlier, just moving through all the different um, – the planes, the plane of motion yeah, is there. Definitely. Um, and that's more so for the guys that I have, like who are who are in athletic fields, like soccer, basketball, whatever. Have them moving all those kind of things. Um, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you what it, what would it look like if you had somebody that was was not an athlete. Um, so it it was kind of I will. I kind of hunker it down, like just kind of tell it down to what they can do. You know what I mean? Because um, I even have some older clients. I have them do a dynamic warm up, but I'm not going to have them thinking, hey, like you can do some power skips here. Like most right. likely not, because that's going to end up them falling on the ground and that, that kills their confidence. So, right. that. Yeah. so I just have them do things that. that they can do, right? So um, even if it's like, hey, like I'm just going to do a, a slow motion high knee, I'm going to just high knee, pull it up, just kind of take my time with that, feel my body, like get that body awareness under, um, under, under control, wood chops, all that stuff like that. So those are the kind of things I normally put into that, that, that dynamic workout. Um, because like you, ha if you have your, your young athlete, like they're pretty much capable of doing anything if they don't have some form of injury. But if you have like an older client or somebody who has injuries, like you can't have them do the whole entire things. Like there's certain things you got to pick and choose when it comes to that. Um, but overall, like, the key things is making sure that the heart rate's up, the um, oxygen is flowing th um, through their body, like they're sweating a little bit. The body, the core body temperature is really getting getting up there, and it's having them move within, move safely within those range of motions. Because it's like, okay, um, for example, if somebody doing plyometric drills, like, okay, I might have you do like some, some mini squat jumps or something like that to kind of get your body engaged in that. Um, for my older clients, I'm not going to have them do plyometric drills. So I was like, okay, but I do want them to move. So we'll do like certain things, um, like what is it called? Like your basic 
it's not a burpee, but it's like your basic stuff. Like I want you to go all the way down to the ground, get your chest down to the ground. And I want you to come back up, you know? Um, and that's key for, for, for the older population, man. Like that, like that's the most underrated thing that a trainer can do. Getting to the ground and standing that. up. Exactly. Yeah. Because they, like, as, as they get older, they lose that feeling and they have that fear of like, Hey, if I fall down, like I'm not coming back up, right. you know? So with, with my older clients, like when I have them just do like those basic stuff, like, yeah, it may look a little weird at first, but they come back literally weeks later thanking me because like, yeah. dude, like I feel super confident. I could right. go down to the ground and come up. It was like, my wife was like yelling at me. She was like, wow, how do you think you can move like that? Like since when you can move like that? Yeah. Like, that's good because like, see the stranger Jabari. Yeah, exactly. Cause all the time, they, they kind of lose that. And, that. and that's one thing I learned through experience. You know what I mean? Um, because I never, no one ever told me that. No one ever said right. like, Hey, like as you get older, there's certain things you cannot do because you're not doing them as much, you know? Um, cause he, he was telling me that to make a, a long story short, he was telling me, he's like, Hey, like every time I'm on the ground, I'm looking for something to help me get up. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, like you have it all right there. Like right, right, right. you have your legs, you have your arms. Like you just got to figure out how to it's, do it safely. It's crazy. You know? The, uh, it's, there's an animal flow move called the under switch. But really, essentially, what that movement is, is basically from a ground, from a seated position, you're turning, pushing to a squat, and standing up. And Stand that up, movement right. is fundamental that I always, 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 once right. the wrists and the knees and the hips and everything is mobile and activated, will work on that movement. And it's fantastic right. for strength, for stability, all of it above. So, sorry, but right. continue. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, now you have the, um, the, the dynamic, the active stretching. Um, you know, either high knees for athletes or, you know, regressive for somebody who's not an athlete, you know, you'll Mm -hmm. take a step, pull the knee up, take another step, pull the knee up, stuff like that. Um, now in the warm up process, is that after the foam rolling, after the cardio or Uh, that's after, that's after foam rolling. Um, for, so a good question. Cause what I normally do for my older clients, I have them foam roll, then I do cardio, then we go to the dynamic stretch. But for my younger athletes and people that's a little bit more capable, I have them foam roll, and the cardio is even within that dynamic warm-up. You okay. get what I'm saying? Getting so, right up while going through that. Exactly. So it's like, I want you to move, but I want you to move in your range of motion where you're actively moving your muscles to strength. You're not taking it. You're not doing, like, some, any form of static stretching. I want you to feel comfortable um, with the range of motion you got. You right. know what I mean? Right. Um, and just kind of get them through there so they can – so they, again, body awareness, so they know what they're capable of doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like when I do – like, I feel like when I personally did static stretching for myself um, in a game scenario or practice scenario or just training scenario, um, I feel like that didn't give, that gave me false body awareness. You know what I mean? So it was like, I feel like I was stretching way too long and, or just stretching way too much. Mm-hmm. Like lose so much, lost. I mean, I want to say lost some power. I didn't feel as powerful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I felt like, um, cause, because of the longer time, well, the, the, the time I spent on doing the static stretching, um, I wasn't able to, I didn't feel my, like myself on the field or just in the weight room. You know, right. I felt like there was something to be missing. I feel like I wasn't completely where I needed to be at. Um, right. Maybe I wasn't completely warm. Maybe I did. Maybe I should have spent a little bit more time just like trying to get the whole core temperature up. But like, I just didn't feel right. You know, so um, I took that experience and kind of ex- try to explain to my clients. I was like, hey, how you feel right now? Do you feel like you feel confident about this movement? No, I don't. Okay, you probably spent a little bit too much time doing something else. So let's go ahead and let's dial it back and bring it in together. Let's warm up properly a little bit more specific to what we're doing right now. Right. Um, so you feel more confident, you know. Um, 
but yeah, that, I know that's getting a little bit off off his hat track. But that's I was just saying, like, yeah, like how like that static stretch. Like, yes, the great thing about that it does increase flexibility. But I like like I said earlier, I think that I believe that that should be at last at the end of the workout. You know what the I mean? Cool down. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah. So what what about you though? Like, what's your definition of um of dynamic stretching, and how do you normally apply that? Yeah. So. Uh, dynamic stretching or active stretching is where you'll go into a stretch and I view it as going into that stretch for 10 to 30 seconds. I know that will, will kind of differ. Um, Mm -hmm. but that's kind of where I'll go. So active stretching where you go into a stretch for around 10 to 30 seconds and then move from there to the other side of the body and do that same thing and just keep Mm -hmm. switching back and forth and switching. Um, that's kind of the route that I take where I'll, I'll spend a little bit more time. Um, not too much time where the muscle fibers are, are going too far into a stretch, um, just bringing it back to, to homeostasis and uh, still ready to contract, whether you're doing muscular endurance, hypertrophy, uh, strength, and power, it's all right there. Right. And so uh, I view it as the importance of this stretching is to bring the muscle fibers back to an original state for the muscles that were tight right. with, without overstretching. Um, and, uh, and again, as I said before, we'll talk about this in another episode, uh, about more specifically the sliding filament theory, which is the actin mm-hmm. and the myosin on the deepest level of the muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's just getting moving and, and incorporating some stretching into that movement. So a great example is uh, a walking quad stretch you, know, you take a step, grab your foot, hold it, you know, 10 to maybe at most 30 seconds. Uh, Sometimes that can be too long. And uh, then take another step, grab the other foot and do that same thing. Yep. Um, That will, uh, that will differ based on how the, um, how the mobility was prior to going into the dynamic stretches based on, on my process of mobility, cardio, then dynamic stretches. Right. If, if you're, if the mobility is, if you're tighter, you know, in a certain area, like we're going to spend more time doing dynamic stretches for that area. Right. I got you. So, so as you're saying, like, Hey, like um, I'm going to do a quad stretch. I'm going to go ahead and hold it for a little bit longer. If I feel like I'm getting super tight, I'm going to hold it for a couple more seconds longer. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 So and, usually and, like us, we do, I have that in, included into that where, it's like hamstring, um, you pull in the quad and everything like that, or just like even the hip. But it's just more of like pull down, keep moving, next leg, yep. pull down, keep moving, next leg. So it's just kind of like it's like a, a rhythmic motion into that. Yeah, so it, it definitely like it'll pertain to whether you're feeling tight or not. So if, the, if that right. quad is feeling good, yeah, four quad muscles are feeling good, like all right, hit it, boom, step, other other side. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the key part is making sure that you don't hold it for any longer than thirty seconds. Right. Um, just because then that goes into that side of, of where you're going to lose power, you're going to lose strength in the actual workout right. itself, um, right. not being able to contract the muscle at, at the rate that you need it to. Right. Um, and also, as you're going through this, like, are you telling your clients, or even when you're doing it yourself, like, are you flexing throughout this? Are you contracting the muscles? Um, you know what I mean? Like, if you're doing the back to the quad stretch, like, are you telling them to, hey, I want you to push push your 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 ankles into your hands so like you can feel the stretch more. You just have them say, hey, just yank this up and just, and just hold it there. Like, what what are you normally chewing them on? That it depends. I like if it's like really bad, then mm-hmm. yes, we'll go into that. But mm-hmm. that's like 
close to the side of PNF stretching. It's still mm-hmm. far off because you're not mm-hmm. holding for that long, right. but it's kind of that same ideology that you're, you're um, trying to activate in a stretch position. So right. like, while that can help, uh, yeah. I try to stay away from that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now I was just asking to see how, how you want to bought that there. Cause obviously there's different methods and everything like that, but yeah, yeah go yeah, ahead. My bad. So no, 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 you're good. Um, but that's, uh, that's kind of how, how I go through dynamic stretches. It's really, uh, it's not too, too much. Too, you don't have to go too in depth to it. It's just stretch the, the muscles that are tight and uh, hold it, move through it. And uh, it's kind of that simple. And, and, and again, focus on those muscles that are either tight or the muscles you're going to use within that actual movement and workout itself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's, I don't know if you have anything else to, to talk about on, on that aspect of it. Um, yeah. let, let's move into the next question of when warming up your client prior to the workout, what makes that warm up personalized for your client? Um, for me, what makes it personalized for my client is just the preparedness of my client during that workout for that workout. You know what I mean? So prime example, like if I have somebody who's like, like we mentioned earlier, getting into weightlifting, clean snatches and everything like that. Um, we could easily just off and do some plyometric jumps, uh, some explosive exercises with medicine balls, um, just to get them prepared, just to get their, their, their central nervous system geared towards like, Hey, like we're going to be using a lot of explosive power today. You know what I mean? And just kind of get, get into that. Um, the key thing is just to make sure that you're addressing the needs, um, of your client during that warm up. So whatever the goal may be is like, say, I want to lose a little bit more weight. So I'll say, okay. Sometimes I might just, depending on, on the, who the client is, I uh, might just have them go through a, a pretty moderate, intense workout where it's just like a circuit style of a warm-up. So it's like, all right, you keep on moving. You're, we're going to do, um, I don't know, some um, jumping lunge squats right into some uh, uh, shoulder taps into like alternating plank or whatever, you know, just kind of keep them moving over and over again so they can really feel that sweat. Really, get so, Like you said, grease in the groove, as you said that before, and just exactly. like going, going through doing it for everything. Exactly. And just setting that tempo of like, Hey, like this is kind of the tempo that's going to happen today. So let's get ready. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, Cause I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I just, I just had a flashback. Cause I remember one time I went to uh, uh, just a random gym, CrossFit gym, just, uh-huh kind of did a warm up and like sure. usually like some of them like they have you like hey this is what the tempo is going to be like today so get used right. to this right. um it wasn't like that it was like a very slow like take your time tempo <laughs> all of a sudden go 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 i'm like whoa yeah. like wait what like you know like That's... i'm still trying to that body awareness wasn't there like my central right. nervous system wasn't ready i'm like whoa what's happening you know what that's, i mean that's that's funny you say and, and the mentality of it too but i went to a, exactly. a crossfit gym uh in my town and it was the it was the same idea. I mean, if she was a great trainer, she is, uh, but it was like that slow tempo where we focused a lot on um, corrective exercise, foam rolling, stretching, mobility, yeah. and not a lot of time on powerful movements. And that day it was like, I'm not big on CrossFit, so I don't know the whole names of it, but it's, it was like man makers. Mm, okay. um, and then they had like the kipping pushups, I think is what it is. And, yeah. um, and yeah. then some Olympic lifts too. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't ready. It was like, all right, I like the so, best thing to say is like, Hey, like you listen to like Celine Dion and just like, all right, like just taking it nice and slow, like here and now. And then all of a sudden you just like kick in that Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. Like. And 
and that through and that and that messes with you mentally and physically. You know what I mean? It's like you're not prepared for it. You know what I mean? So it's like you want the warm up to 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 simulate what exactly you're going to do for that workout. That's um, right whether the, yeah, exactly where the goal is and anything like that. Um, and also like for yeah, back to like the weight loss kind of like you want to get their metabolic rate up, you know, like you want to get them to their fat burning zone. So it's like, all right, like I'm going to, this is what we're doing. We're going to be doing a lot of high intense or just some kind of hit training or just bring your intensity is going to be up, be up and down, up and down, right. wherever, it's, wherever it's at. So you can have some segue for like, Hey, like, all right, this is what I'm getting into mm-hmm. um, because that's the last thing you want, right? That's the last thing you want. You kind of think like, Hey, like, Hey, I want to start, I want to lose weight. And then you have them do some kind of slow, not like low intense um, warm up, and then you dive right to like they want to feel like hey like right off the back like wow, hey like this is a warm up wow like I feel like I'm ready burning I'm bur- I feel like I'm I'm burning the fat right now and then you go into work I'm like whoa this is even more like okay this is even better yeah, at the end of it exactly at the end of it they're like okay wow that was a great workout you know what I mean right. um so this way they can kind of get some kind of um idea that's mentally wrapped their head around it. Uh, and um, and you, you just gotta keep practicing that. Like how how you like how is the main workout is gonna be introduced by the warm up. So the warm up is gonna intro you to the workout. Like how can I make that whole transition go through smoothly? Because mm-hmm. um, even like with strength and strength power, strength and power. Like yeah, you don't want to be doing a lot of um, static stretching before you start. Say hey, we, we're gonna do like a five by five day or five by three day. Or we're gonna do like um two two of your max not two of your max but two heavy cleans like you want to make that person feel like they're they're already there in that range of motion because um, nothing's worse than when you're going to go ahead and squat heavy and you feel like you don't have that active range of motion where you're sitting that you can't sit down right. or you're going for a clean and you're not getting underneath the bar far, uh, fast and fast enough because your um, active range of motion is not there yet. Like you right, want to right, warm right. that up to that. Yeah. Um, but that's getting towards, like like you said earlier about having a general warm up and then having a specific warm up. Like that's where that specific warm up comes in and say, hey, like mm-hmm. this is what we're doing. Like get yourself low, it's a lower load, get yourself underneath there, get yourself on the whole complete range of motion. Mm-hmm. Um, so this way, when we dive into the workout, it's a little bit easier. The, the those heavy lifts feel a little bit easier because you have better form, you have better technique, and you're definitely prepared for it. You know what I mean? Um, and that and that is key. Um, cool. I, I believe that's key. So that's that's my outtake on that. Just personalizing uh, warm ups based on what your client, well, or based on your client or what your client needs. Um, but what about you? How you feel about that? Yeah. So um, the the personalized personalization that comes from the program that they're on uh, and, and the program that they're on is always going to be utilizing uh, a certain energy system. Right? So you got the oxidative, the slow glycolytic, fast glycolytic and phosphagen energy right. system. Um, I don't want to dive into that. We'll have that in another podcast. guys. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, It's a whole thing. But um, so being able to activate that energy system in the specific warm up uh, is, is very important. And, um, even prior to that, knowing your client, knowing their past injuries, knowing the current aches and pains that they have, uh, and knowing for that, that day of what is tight, that's Mm going to play into the general warm up of how I break it into two steps. So that in that general warm up, you know, if you know that they've, 
like let's say in the past have had uh, a ACL tear, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to come in and you're going to do, you're going to maybe do some extra mobility in the hip. You're going to activate the adductors and the abductors on the leg. You're going to do some stabilization for the leg as well. Right. And, and then after that's like that specific portion of it is like, let's prepare it. So it's fired up, it's warm and it's ready to, to be moved. Um, right. even though you've had this injury in the past, let's prevent that for the, in the, right. in the future. Um, and then any aches and pains, that's going to be the mobility portion of it. So if somebody comes to me and they're like that day and they're like, Oh, my upper back, upper to mid back is like kind of feeling off today, a little tight, a little pressure. So I'll, I'll throw in more thoracic mobility and rhomboid activation. That way we can, um, try to neutralize the spine better and mm -hmm. also activate those rhomboids, which will keep the scapulas in mm -hmm. place and allow for uh, proper movement of the bigger muscles like the lats when you're going mm -hmm. through pole movements. All right. Um, I'll add in corrective exercise specific to their needs. So if, uh, if somebody has a tight chest, right, we're going to focus on first stretching the, the pec major, and then we'll go into activating the lats, the rhomboids, the posterior deltoids, and go back and forth. We'll do about three sets right there. Um, and then uh, coming back to the specific warm-up, I'll add in extra technique uh, if performing a complex movement. So like an Olympic lift, we'll, we'll add in more technique there. Or if it's just something they haven't done before, let's do a couple of, a couple of sets, uh, maybe one, one or two sets extra to make sure that you have learned and understand the movement and understand what it feels like going through this movement prior to adding heavier loads. So um, to kind of summarize what I was just saying there, it's mm -hmm. in the general warm up to, to personalize it. It's going to be adding in the extra mobility to get rid of any aches and pains, um, doing corrective exercise for the muscles that have been tight for a long time. All right. Uh, and then coming into the, oh, and also, uh, in muscle activation there, if any past injuries, it's activating and focusing in that area to stabilize. All right. um, then coming into the specific warm-up, it's going to be the, uh, the extra technique work to right. learn a new movement or to prepare the body um, for a heavier load of that movement. Right. And um, you hit it right there on the, on the head there when it comes to the, the personalization part of it. So I, I kind of left that out because it's like you got to know your client, like, Hey, like this person may have some form of injury or something nagging them. So you're gonna spend a little bit more time, like making them feel comfortable. Like, hey, like my hamstrings are a little bit tight, or whatever the case may be. Like you said, somebody might come with a tight chest or some shoulder issues or whatever. So you're gonna spend a little bit more time helping that area get warmed up. Especially, it's like, hey, like we wanna do some shoulder presses today. So we definitely need to make sure your your shoulders are on point definitely, you know? definitely um and that's one of the things you need to i think everyone needs to stress like if you have something nagging or a prior injury you have to warm up those the, those 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 areas first because if not there will be hell to pay <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and it's it's i've seen it where people come in and like ah, I'm, i think i damaged my rotator cuff and watching them just hop on the bar, hop on the bench, do a barbell, just straight barbell bench press. I'm like, all right, I think I'm good now. I'm like, wait a minute, like, 
Like, no, like, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you need to take some time. Like, go use the um, the arm bike for a little bit. Come back, do some yeah. different stretches, do some foam rolling. Like, take your time on there, man, because mm-hmm. you're gonna thank me later as things start feeling better and you can move a little bit more better. Yeah, that. Yo, um, that arm bike is crazy. I, I used oh, yeah. that not too long ago, not to go off track, but I used that not too long ago and. And uh, I was never like I never used it before. Yeah, right. Oh, my right, shoulders right. are on fire. Right. Yeah, it's like, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what is the end? It's like a marathon for your shoulders, man. Yeah, it's literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, I think that's uh, that's important. Like you have to know your client, and if and um, that that will play into uh, the homework side of it. As yeah. we said in an earlier podcasts, of you're not with your client all the time, right? You see right. him maybe twice, maybe three times a week. Right. all the rest of that time during the week like make sure that they're doing the same things give them that homework and even on days they see you so right. that you can have an effective 60 at most maybe 90 minute right training session have them come in and yeah. spend 20 minutes be like look this is exactly what you need to focus on do the mobility do the cardio get into the the foam rolling and or in your case have the have them do the foam rolling first right. Um, do the SMR, the self fascial release first. And yep. then that way they cannot, ha- they don't have to rush that process. And that, exactly. that's key. As long as they have the time, that's, exactly. that's a very key point. Then, you know, you could focus a little bit more on the corrective exercise. You can help them out with that in yeah. the warm up, and then go right to the specific and go right into it. And it's just a much more effective session. And, and you also feel better. You get more out of it. Right. And, and honestly, like, um, like, like I just said, what you were saying is, it's it's all about like your your I always tell this to all my clients like when you're with me I want you to learn how to train yourself you know what I mean so it's like you have to like this is for all the people out there who are thinking about trainers and trying to become trainers or trying to become a greater trainer they should learn from you like how to move and everything like that so as you come as they come in it's like all right this is what we're doing for the warm up they at a certain point they should know exactly what to do exactly what to look for know exactly what tempo they need to be at know when they're warming up know when how they feel that that how they feel their oxygen flowing through their body like all right like i'm ready to go you know what i mean because the best thing you can do to to help your help you out and especially maximize the time you have with the client teach them how to warm up properly because they could come in earlier 10 minutes 15 minutes earlier have a proper warm-up and you know like hey like i know they're going to go through everything i taught them so now i can just pretty much go ham with them during this hour you know what i mean and that's that's Um, that's the best too when you have the clients who, who you do the homework and then they come in and they actually do it. That's absolutely yeah, amazing. I'm sure, and I'm sure I ha- I've had, some, I have some clients and I'm sure you have clients in the aspect of uh, they can put us through a training routine who, who, you know, I've had clients for a year over a year. And, and at this point they could be like, all right, we're doing this. This is what we got to do. And they'll like kind of know a lot of things too. Right. So it's cool. Exactly. And, it's a, and that's the, and that's the major part about that is like you're, you're teaching like they're, they're, they learn your principles. They learn your systems. Learning everything that you you taught them, and and I right. feel like that's the number one thing, especially when it comes to this. Uh, that's why I like what, that we did this podcast, especially because like people need to understand that like warm up is key. Like it like it's, it annoys me too much to see people just come in and just half ass warm up mm-hmm. and just go at it and they're like all right, why am I not getting better? Why is everything hurting? Yeah. It's like you're not maximizing your potential. Like you can literally improve your rate of force development if you have a proper warm-up you yeah. can easily get stronger through a proper plenty warm-up. of studies on that plenty of studies exactly. that's that, that's definitely 
yeah, it's the main reason why we put this podcast out there so people can learn, like who don't right. have a warm up, like what do I do? How, what's the process? What do I go through? What's the best for me? So right. uh, I'm hoping up to this point, you guys are learning a lot. Um, let's kind of wrap up towards the end of the podcast here with the last question, which might be uh, the most important for a lot of you and mm -hmm. is what are the most important elements to include during a quick warm up for those who are in a rush? All right. So that's a good one, man, because every time it's always about time. People do not want to take time to warm up. Right. You need that time, though. Because, like, have a proper warm-up, it will take you about 15 minutes. So, like, all right, you only have a half hour to work out. Like, okay, half a month, like, 15 minutes is just what it is. Like, now I have to go try to get through this workout pretty quickly and just keep right. moving. Like, no, like, you can't shorten it up, but it's like you got to be smart about it. You know right. what I mean? Um, cause like, what, like to, to, for a general warm up for like basic exercising for, especially for, um, major muscle groups, um, the key goals you're trying to look for is just to increase your heart rate, uh, increase your blood flow, uh, raise your muscle temperature and, uh, raise your core temperature. Like that's the, the key takeaway there with that. So yeah. once you do that, your body can move, you know, yeah. um, you can't come into a code and just like, all right, like, let me just go ahead. I'm just going to do five minutes here, whatever, like. That's where that's where the metabolic rate comes in. Like, hey, like if I get my intensity way up, if I get my metabolic rate way up there, like, okay, I know now I'm completely warm. You know, so it's like it may take you five minutes, it may take you ten minutes, um, if you don't have that that much time. But like, just go through the movement properly, where you're just uh, at least just raising your body, your core temperature, um, and just some and just get the blood flow and get the oxygen run through your body. Because this way, it's like, okay, at least I did that. Now I can go through some of these exercises a little bit. Not not thinking like, hey, I might hurt myself. You know what I mean? Because right. um, you don't want to hop into a workout cold and be like, all right, like let me go ahead and do this. Oh wow, like th I just pull my hamstring, I pull my back, I pull something. Um, you just want to get those movements in there. But for people who are in a rush, and like, okay, like, all right, I'm, I'm in a rush. I got like, I don't have much much time. Okay, cool. Let's get your core temperature up real quick. Let's hop on the treadmill. Let's hop on whatever something you can move move on really fast, get your heart rate up, get you sweating a little bit. And then as soon as you hop off of there, just go ahead and, and just get yourself prepared for the movement that's at hand, uh, whether it might be a squat, push-ups, whatever. Like whatever body group you're working on, like just go through that motion just to get your body aware of like, hey, this is what's going to happen here. Right. And it's going to happen quickly because I have to get out of here, but just get yourself moving in that range of motion so your body is not caught off guard, you know? So if, if – say somebody has only 30 minutes to work out and the main move that they're doing in there is going to be barbell back squats mm -hmm. uh, at uh, not at a strength or power rate at just like say a endurance or hypertrophy um, mm -hmm. level. Mm -hmm. And let's say they allow 10 minutes to warm up in that warm up there. You're going to focus on uh, still do the foam rolling and then just focus on, getting the body heated up and then go into that barbell squat. But like, just as you go through the sets, just keep adding weight on each yeah. side. Is that kind of how you would go through it to like, say 10 minutes at most? Yeah. So I would, uh, for in that specific situation, I don't see, I would have them hop on a cardio uh, machine for about like five minutes or so mm -hmm. and pull them off. So that, so now that their heart rate's way up as they're trying to bring their heart rate back down, then give them the foam roller. Like, okay, like you're going to okay. try to bring your heart rate back down. While we're doing that, let's go ahead and um, hit, hit those parts that, um, that you're going to use, like your hips, the piriformis, and everything that you're going to do for the squats. And then now your heart rate's back down. Now you're going to get up. You're going to grab a barbell, 
go through the motion there, try to work on it, maybe just focusing more on, the, on during a specific warm-up, that eccentric, three, two, one, hold for one second, two seconds on the bottom, come back up. So now your body's getting used to that movement, and then we start adding the, the load onto there. And then then you pretty much you're right into it, like in, in, yeah. in the thick of things without feeling like, hey, I'm not ready for it. You know what I mean? Um, right. Because, right. like I said, the key thing is just making sure your body's prepared to move, to do those movements without yeah. feeling like you're going to tear something. <laughs> right. <laughs> you no, know? nah, I like how you, how you flip-flop that uh, while if it's a, a time issue of hopping on the cardio and going into a, a moderate to, is it moderate to intense? Yeah. Or yeah. moderate to intense yeah. pace for five minutes and, and really elevating the heart rate and, and sending blood everywhere by doing that and then doing a quick five minutes of uh, foam rolling on the on just the main tight areas, the tightest areas you got from that day, and then working into the set there, like how you do that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this was like wham, bam, thank you, man. Got it then, like yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. But yeah. So with that being said, like that's how I would go about doing a quick warm up for somebody who's in a rush. Um, uh, like for you, um, how would you go through somebody with a quick quick warm up? Like, because I feel like you would just say, hey, like. Let's hit these quick animal flow movements, get yeah. your heart rate right up, and let's go ahead and start working yeah. out. Like, how would you do, yeah. go about that way? Yeah, so it's uh, it's for me as well. It's a little bit flip flopped. It's kind of on the same dynamic as you. I'll start with um, getting the body warm by doing three minutes of intense cardio. So okay. a little bit less, just three minutes. Hop on, and again, that's related to what their comfort level is. If it's if it's uh, paying the knees, hop on the bike. If it's uh, you're good with running, do that, you know, whatever you're comfortable with. Don't do something new, do a cardio you're comfortable with three minutes at an intense piece. Then we'll go to one set of body weight circuit. So it's going to be squat, side lunges, push-ups, pull-ups. Okay. Uh, those can all be modified. You can mm -hmm. do assisted push-ups, assisted pull-ups if needed. All four of those right there, you're going to be doing 14 reps of each. So you go 14 reps squat. 14 reps, right leg side lunge, 14 rep, left leg side lunge, 14 rep, uh, push-ups, 14 reps, pull-ups. The last portion of that is going to be holding a plank, a low plank, because that's going to be a little bit more intense there, making sure your arms are straight, good form, and holding that till failure, until you feel like you're just dropping to the floor. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, essentially, that right there, that takes up probably to about six minutes. Uh, at this point you said six minutes nice probably on step two we're probably no I'm, I'm saying between the cardio and that yeah now we're probably at six minutes yeah nice yeah. all right so we're, we're still moving yeah. we're still moving all right the next thing is going to be stretch the tightest muscle like you're going to skip stretching all the muscles you're going to go right to right. the tightest thing so if it's like you've been sitting all day stretch those hips mm -hmm. like that's it that's the only thing you're stretching you're going to do dynamic stretch of, of going holding one side 30 switch hold the other side 30 and do it three times on each side. All right. And that's it. Then yeah. the last part is going to be perform one of the two rounds of the movement you were about to do with lighter weight first. So, so one to maybe two working sets. If it's mm -hmm. to go on your example of a, a, a barbell back squat day, you're going to go maybe one set with the bar, throw a pause at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Then uh, the next set you come in, throw, you know, maybe at least 50% of what you're about to do on there. Mm -hmm. And then the, the, then go into the working set. And so really all of that is now probably, you know, you're, I guess you're three, 
you're just about 10 minutes. Right. You're just about right. 10 minutes. And it's just to repeat that, it's get the body warm, three minutes of intense cardio, the one set of body weight circuit, to stretch the tightest muscle, and then perform one to two rounds of the movement you're about to do with lighter mm -hmm. weight first. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's the best way to go about it um, because you're, you're focusing on the key areas that yeah. uh, first is warming everything up, but then you're focusing on the key areas of warming up in all planes of motion, getting the muscles active there in the body weight circuit, then stretching the tightest muscles so you get rid of, you bring it back to that homeostasis and, and you should be feeling good enough at least to go into that. The one thing I will argue is that this is primarily for the mesocycles of stability, mm -hmm. endurance, and hypertrophy. If you're a strength or a, a power program, you're going to want to spend that time on a proper, I'd say, 15-minute warm-up at the least. Right, right. Because um, it's just a whole nother ball game there. But for, for those who are between the, the, the stability to the hypertrophy phase, that's kind of okay to shorten it up a little bit there. Right, right, right. And for so, those who don't understand what a mesocycle is, it's just a short period of a training block. So you go either four weeks or three weeks there. Uh, with that, depending however long that needs to be. But um, all in all, I mean, the key things you just hit it on there, like you're increasing the heart rate, getting the blood flow, getting the oxygen throughout the whole entire body, increasing that core temperature within that 10 minutes before you go into that workout. Um, so one one last thing, I know we have to um, hurry up and get this in a rush here. So somebody's in a rush, they do this quick warm-up. Now, what do, you, what do you normally say when your clients say, hey, you know what, let's get the cool down at the end, let's get – the stretching at the end. I just want to focus more on this training session here. Um, what do you normally tell them about that? Yeah, I mean, that, that's tough because uh, for people who are in the endurance phase and looking at losing weight, you're going to burn the most amount of fat in the workout at the end during that cool down. When your heart rate is mm -hmm. coming back down, you're burning tons of fat, coming back to that oxidative state. Mm -hmm. um, however, if, you know, I have a parent that comes in and I'm training them and they're like in a rush, we can only do a half hour. We'll go through that. Um, and I'll just be like, look, go home, uh, you know, make sure that everything's good at home. And then once you have a minute, like just spend five to 10 minutes, uh, maybe before dinner and, and stretch, you know, something yeah. like that, something like that is probably what I'll go about it, about right. that for people in a rush. Cause it's, I mean, that's often skipped is the cool down and it's the right. most important or one of the most important parts of the workout just as much as uh, as important as the warm up itself. So, All right. Now, do you, do you believe them? And when they say like, "Yeah, I did it," like you think they did it, or <laughs> uh, <laughs> it depends. I mean, it's a, you know, long term clients. Yes, of course. You know, we have a very good relationship uh, uh, from a personal training to client base there. But yeah. um, from uh, from a standpoint, if it's a new client, it's like, you know, did you really spend that time, or did you just kind of rush through the stretches real quick just to say you did it? Right. You know, as they as they respect me more just from training with me more uh and vice versa like the 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 they're gonna just be apt to doing those stretches they're not gonna want to lie and they're also spending a lot of money on it you know what i mean yeah, exactly and even yeah. those who are not doing uh, personal training just just training on their own like you're putting the time in, you know so if right. you're putting the time in into gym and you miss the stretches it's it's yeah. going in the wrong direction you're gonna right. you're gonna the progress is gonna halt yeah, and that's a whole nother podcast. I don't want to go there. Um, yeah. That kind of just wraps it up with that last question. Um, yeah. Do you do you have anything to say on that? Like, I know I just kind of answered that. Though, is uh, 
if it's that case of um, getting that cool down in, is it something that you'll have them do at the gym or is it something later on? How do you go about um, it real quick? So, so there's a couple ways that I go about it. Um, depending, like, uh, like you said, like you got to know your client. Uh, so some people I know they can cool down by themselves. I've seen them like, hey, like this is what I want you to do for a cool down. And I, and I watch them go do it. And some other people like you have to like, come on, man, let's go ahead and do this. And then you got these, the the people who um, think they're Superman, which is fine. Like I, I, um, I commend the toughness. I commend the mental toughness of it. Like they'll do another workout after workout. I'm like, yeah. hey, you might be a little bit overtraining here. Just give you a heads up on that. But like uh, you need to kind of make sure that you take care of yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, so it's just it's just a matter of um, knowing what that person's goal is, knowing how, who they are. And knowing how to communicate that well, because I mean, there's certain things you want to drag across to people. So, like, so for some, for one instance, I always tell people, um, for one of my clients who like pretty much prone to injury, hey, dude, you definitely want to cool down and stretch after because you don't want to be at risk of injuring yourself, right? right? Like, remember how you hurt yourself before? Like, yeah, like let's try to avoid that, you know? Definitely. Um, yeah, or just say, hey, like, do you really want to feel sore? Like, then you should do a cool down, like, right. you know what I mean? Definitely. So it's like you put a, put it in the re- tell them why they need to do that give them a, a reason why and they most likely will do it you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so i i went from i went from like trusting people 100 percent thinking like hey like they're gonna do exactly what i tell them to do and witnessing them not doing it i'm like okay like i gotta give them the reason why you know yeah so, so and then that's, when and that's now go ahead uh, and i was just gonna say and that that's the um the key thing right there is educating everybody on the proper way to go about it um, yep so 100% most definitely most yeah definitely well look man I think we could talk forever on this but I, I'm, I'm glad that we got together to uh to answer all these five questions for everybody again just as a recap you know we went over the the purpose of warming up uh in the beginning there moving forward went to how to prioritize elements in the warm-up and why mm-hmm. uh to defining the dynamic stretching how how is it important you know how to apply it uh, that we went through when warming up your client prior to the workout, what makes the warm-up personalized for your client. And the last thing is if you're in a, uh, in a rush, what do you do to get a warm-up in within 10 minutes or less? Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, it's, it's really been amazing to put this content out to you guys and to educate you guys. And uh, Jabari, Jabari and I are working hard to, to do that and continuing and doing that, it will help us tremendously, again, as if you could just share the episodes that you enjoyed the most with your friends and family. Uh, again, we're not advertising for the time being. We just want to grow the following and, and get you guys uh, more knowledge on everything fitness. Um, so, uh, again, this is Jacob Dramansky co-hosting with Jabari Prince. Thank you so much, Lift and Educate community. We're going to continue to grow this. And we're here just to educate you on everything fitness. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Peace out. All right. Later.